0: Hello, One-Way Ticketers, and welcome to the One-Way Ticket Travel Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Maggie, and I'm so excited you're joining again this week. I hope you guys got a lot out of last week's episode detailing a little bit more about my teaching abroad experience, as it definitely shaped my life for the better and It really challenged me to live a life that's filled with adventure, and as I mentioned last week, it really put me out of my comfort zone and allowed me to make a lot of big decisions in my life, including moving to San Diego, so I am eternally grateful for that opportunity. So I am so glad I was able to get that episode out into the universe and just talk about teaching abroad a little bit more. But as always, if you have any questions, feel free to DM me on Instagram. I would love to answer any questions about teaching abroad. I've had a few people that have reached out to me, and I'm always a huge proponent of going for it because I think it's such an incredible opportunity. So feel free to reach out if you want to know more information about the process of doing that. But this week, we are going to do a little bit different of an episode. I am going to be talking about the five best ways to save money while you're traveling. And I wanted to cover that this week. I know I usually am covering destinations, but this is a travel podcast. So I think it's important to cover topics outside of the places that I'm traveling to. And I just think there is a common misconception that travel is Really expensive, and you need to stay at really luxury places each and every place that you're traveling. And although that is nice, and of course, it would be great to do that every spot I traveled to, I have never really done that. I am definitely a budget friendly traveler and the reason I'm able to travel so much is I really do stick to my certain budget for each trip and I just have certain tips and tricks that I've learned along the way to save as much money as I can because I don't want to let costs prohibit me from traveling and I do think there are ways to save a lot while you are doing it. So I hope you guys get a lot out of this episode. I think it's a topic that applies to anyone. Even if you do have a very high budget for traveling, it's always nice to save money when you can. So without further ado, I will get into the five best ways to save money while you are planning all your trips. So my first tip is Actually, two bits of advice in one, and that is to try to book your travel at off peak times and to always track your flights. So that seems pretty obvious, but I think with booking at off peak times, if you happen to have a job, I know a lot of people now work from home, so they're able to travel, you know, whenever they want because they're able to work from any different type of destination. So if you're wanting to go to Europe, Obviously, in the summer, it's going to be a lot more expensive. But if you even wait until September and October, I actually think that's a better time to go to Europe because the crowds are going to be significantly less and you're going to pay a fraction of the price compared to flying in the summer. And obviously, booking international travel, you're going to want to book at least three months in advance because obviously there's times domestically where you can find flights very shortly before the actual time you need to go. But typically with international flights, the farther out, the better to book. And I think it's better to, if you have a flexible job, to book at those off-peak times. And I know that there's certain days of the week that typically tend to be cheaper. So if you can try to fly out on a Tuesday rather than on a weekend, you'll obviously be able to save money. I know that my mom travels to Florida a lot and she saves so much money by just booking Kind of off times, you know, if you book something later on in the day rather than if you're booking, you know, Friday at five, it's going to be probably a bit more expensive. So if you're able to be a little bit more flexible about when you're getting to a destination, I think that's always great as well. And then tracking flights. So there's a number of ways you can track your flights. I personally utilize two different resources. I use Hopper which is a free app that you can download on your phone and you basically just type in the dates and the location that you're going to and it'll track flights for you going to that particular destination. And I've actually booked a few things off Hopper and saved hundreds of dollars because most people don't have the time to sit and actually track a flight. So it does that for you and then it'll send a quick little message to your phone to book that flight and it just gives you that peace of mind that you're getting the best deal because it will tell you book now because the prices are not going to drop any further. And there's been situations where I've saved a lot of money utilizing that app because, you know, I don't have the time to be sitting and checking flights all day. And another great resource, I think it's about $50 a year, is Scott's Cheap Flights. And the cool thing about Scott's Cheap Flights is it actually tracks flights That are sometimes errors on the airline's behalf that are significantly cheaper flights than what you would find online. So it just finds different flights that you would never really find in your own search. So I did get a subscription to Scott's Cheap Flights, and you can go on the site and you type in the airports closest to you. So I did. Put in LAX and San Diego, and it just tracks flights to different locations. One of the best ones I saw was a round trip flight from LAX to Japan for about $300, which is absolutely insane considering the fact that I've spent $300 just to fly domestically in the US, and that would be a round trip flight to Japan. So it's definitely worth the yearly subscription to get access to all those deals and if you book one or two flights it definitely pays itself off so i would definitely recommend utilizing both but if you have to choose between the two definitely at least do hopper because it is a free app and why not use it if you know you're going to a certain destination and you know the dates then just put it into hopper and then it'll allow you to see the absolute best deal and when to book So that would be my first tip is to book at those off-peak times and then making sure that you're tracking your flights to get the best deal. My second tip is to be creative about your accommodations. So I typically don't book hotels. I think there's certain locations where booking a hotel is the most financially sound decision. For instance, if you're going to Chiang Mai, Booking an Airbnb or a hotel is actually really affordable. I know that when my mom was visiting Chiang Mai, you could get a luxury hotel with a pool and free breakfast for less than $50 a night. And it's also, that's what I loved about Asia so much, that you just get so much bang for your buck there which obviously you don't get as much in San Diego (laughs) but that's why I love traveling is going to those cheaper destinations but definitely just being creative with your accommodations and I'm someone that when I was younger I stayed at a lot of hostels because obviously that's the cheapest option but now that I'm a little bit older I don't want to be sharing a room so you can still book a hostel and get your own private room trip it's really nice to stay in a hostel because you meet other like-minded travelers Doublers. and you might learn about other places to travel to or you might meet a new friend or you might just have access to tours that you didn't know about so a lot of the times the hostels I've been to they've had tours that I've gone on that have been incredible experiences and it's just a really great way to save money and yes it might not be You know, the nicest room you've ever stayed in. But if you're a traveler like me, you're not really focused on staying in the room when you're on a trip. You want to be out there and exploring. So, my prerequisites at this age are just having a clean bathroom, a clean You know, bedroom, a private room, that's definitely something that I would want. But I don't want to spend a lot of money on my accommodations because I'm not traveling to go stay in a nice hotel. I'm traveling to see a new city. So I don't even want to spend a lot of time in my accommodations. So definitely just be open minded. And I would say Airbnb is a great resource too, especially if you're going on a trip with several people. It actually ends up being very cost effective because you're splitting the amount with a few other friends or family members and the nice thing about airbnb is you typically do have a kitchen and just more room so you can spend a little bit more time on you know the balcony and just have time outside but also be able to cook one or two meals if you're also trying to save money so i would say just being flexible about your accommodations and sometimes you can see things on Airbnb, and you can message the host directly, and they even offer you a better deal. So, I would take advantage of that and just really do your research. Um, I usually use Hostel World, but also booking.com has great resources. And just do a little research as far as looking at maybe blogs in the city you're going to. A lot of people will recommend great but cost-effective spots to stay. So definitely just don't spend your money on accommodations unless that is something that is really important to you. It's not to me. So I would say that's a way I save a lot of money is I really do try to find the most cost-effective option. And I make sure that I'm not spending the majority of my budget on accommodations because again, I travel to see the location I'm in, not to stay in a luxurious place. So You won't find me at the Marriott, but that's okay. Maybe one day if I win the lottery, I'll be staying at the really fancy hotels. But as of now, I just couldn't fathom spending a very large amount of money on where I'm staying. So that would be my second way to save money while you are traveling. My next bit of advice for saving money while you're traveling is to give yourself some off days. So I can relate that to my trip to Greece. We booked quite a few tours before we left because it is important to have a few things on your itinerary. I definitely don't like to have my whole week completely planned out, but our off days were more days that we did save money because we did more free activities and we just kind of left it open. So we checked out the beaches, we went on hikes, we looked and shopped around the town. So we did those type of activities, which really balanced out the trip because I'm, again, I'm not someone that likes to have myself scheduled on vacation from 7am to 9pm every single day. That would be a little too stressful for me. So I like to have those off days and It actually allows you to really stick to your budget because when we first started booking things, you know, everything was adding up between the tours and everything else. So it was good to have a few days where we really didn't spend that much other than our morning coffee and, you know, walking around, which is obviously free. And I think every city has free activities. And an activity in itself is really just exploring the city and obviously seeing the beaches, depending on where you are, or just having a day where you can kind of leave it open and really just take the time to explore by yourself. I think that's really important when you're traveling. So I would definitely recommend having those off days and taking the time to really soak in your surroundings and save money while you're doing it. My next tip, and it's something that I learned a few years ago after I'd moved to Thailand, but it is to live like a local when you're traveling. Not only will you be getting a authentic experience really trying to live how the local people are enjoying their everyday, but you also will save money doing it. So what I mean by living like a local while you're traveling is I can use Chiang Mai as an example. There obviously were a lot of more western focused restaurants that were a lot more expensive but if you are in thailand why not try out the authentic thai restaurants that you see all the locals eating at not only will you even probably get a better culinary experience but you're going to save a lot more money because typically the more touristy areas are going to be more expensive so if you can communicate with a local and find those hidden gems and where they get their coffee where they get their different foods throughout the day and even checking out, um, the farmer's markets, that's a great way to save money too, but just trying to find the spots that the locals go to because they're not going to be overpaying when they're in their own country. Now that I live in San Diego, I know the overpriced restaurants that probably tourists go to, and I'm sure in other countries, the locals know that too. So if you kind of follow what they're doing, and it also will provide a more authentic experience because There, like I said, were a lot of Western restaurants that served really healthy, great food, but it wasn't authentic Thai food. So I really enjoyed checking out even those little stands on the streets. And I saved so much money because it could be the difference of, especially in Thailand, you can get a great meal for one or $2. So if you're able to eat that cheaply, then you can budget for other different activities you have throughout the trip. So I'd highly recommend not going to the more popular places but instead really challenging yourself to find those hidden gem places and not overspending on things by living like a local and that includes the activities you're doing and just being creative in finding free things to do as well it is nice to book tours but a lot of the times tours i see on airbnb i realize i can do that by myself or with the person i'm traveling with unless you really need a tour guide, you can look at those tours for inspiration and then go do them yourself. So I think that's a really great way to save money is just by really soaking in the local culture and finding free things and then also, just making tours by yourself and kind of figuring things out for yourself and if you avoid those big tourist trap areas you'll save money on food and coffee and all of that definitely adds up at the end of the trip so you definitely want to be frugal in that way and really finding where the locals eat and it'll save you so much money the process My last tip is to really choose the one part of your trip that you're willing to really spend your money on. So that could be hotels for you if that's your thing. That could be the transportation you're taking if you don't want to be in a crowded bus, you want to be having a private car take you around but for me it's unique bucket list adventures so i would rather spend a lot less on my accommodations but every day i'm having incredible experiences and that's just kind of how i budget for my trips so i don't stay in the nicest of places i don't go to extravagant dinners which some people are really foodies and that's their thing so it's really just finding your thing and then you can allocate your budget to that particular thing so when i'm planning my trips i don't really worry about anything other than the experiences i'm going to be having so when i was in tulum i took a public bus to get to the cenotes that i swam through it would have been a lot easier to take A private car, but it would have been a lot more expensive. So I have to really cut costs in that way. And I have to really prioritize why I'm on that trip. And I'm on that trip to have the bucket list experiences. So if that means I have to take the bus or find the cheapest way to get there or stay in a hostel that's not as nice as staying in the hotel, even if it's just a small price difference, that really does make a difference. And so I really just hone in on my one thing. And for me, that's unique experiences. But for you, that could be your culinary experiences. You might want to stay in great hotels, which is great if that's your thing. So just choosing one area of your trip you're willing to spend on and then just cutting costs in those other areas really is a great way to save money and focus on What's most important to you? So I'd recommend figuring out what that one thing is and then catering your trip around that particular point that's so important to you. So there you have it. Those are my five best ways to save money while you're traveling. There's obviously other ways to save money, but those are my five favorite ways to talk about saving money, and I hope that it inspires you to not be afraid to book your next trip. I think it's possible to see every part of this world on a budget. Obviously, I'm trying to do that each and every day, so I know you're capable of doing it as well. And as always, if you would like to support the podcast, I would love if you subscribed, to the podcast sent it to someone that loves travel as well and then as always i would love to see if you leave me a review that really does just make me so happy so i'd love to see that and i did want to announce that i am going to be hosting a one-way ticket travel trips so I'm really excited about this and I'll provide some more information next week, but it's been something I've wanted to do for a long time and essentially what it's going to be is once a month I would like to be hosting different trips either in and around San Diego and then ideally I'd love to expand it to international trips as well in the future. So I'm really excited about that new part of The one-way ticket travel experience so I definitely will give you guys more information and I'm trying to spread the word about that specific endeavor so would love if you guys supported me in that way or if you are local to San Diego I'd love if you came out to one of the trips because that's something I've been really wanting to host for a long time now so that's my exciting announcement but I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. It's almost Friday, so that's exciting. And as always, happy traveling. And now that you have those tips and tricks to save money, I hope that you are on your way to booking your next one-way ticket adventure. I will see you guys next Thursday. Have a good weekend.